This is the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show on 105.5 FM WNSP, online at WNSP.com. If it's happening in golf along the Gulf Coast, we're at the heart of it. Brought to you by State Farm Agents, Tim Simmons and Paul Simmons, Ward International Trucks, Sportsman's Marine, The Grand Hotel, McMurray Contracting, Edwin Watts, Hancock Whitney Bank, E3 Termite and Pest Control, Ford Lumber, Dan Hart LLC, Infirmary Health, Cooper Restaurants, and Terry Thompson Chevrolet. Now with the very latest PGA and local golf news, here's John Ricchetti. It is 6.02 p.m. on Monday evening, and you're live at Felix's Fish Camp, and you're listening to the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show. I am your host this evening, Danny Spivey, filling in for Big John, as my main man is on the road right now. And I have a feeling, he, he didn't tell me exactly where he was going, but I have a feeling he was going a little east, uh, maybe over to Augusta National, but it's a thrill to be here. Like I said, we are live here at Felix's Fish Camp on the Causeway. It's a beautiful Monday evening, a packed house. Uh, what a great show we have lined up this evening. Of course, we're going to have the Masters preview. We're going to talk a little bit about last week's PGA tour with the uh, Canadian winner, Corey Connors. We're going to talk about the women's amateur. We're going to talk about the live players that are playing in the Masters this week. And uh, we also have a little bit of high school golf. I have two great guests with me, but before I get to them, I want to kick it back. Of course, we got my man, Michael Bronner, in the studio. Nick Wiggins on site here at Felix's Fish Camp. But Bronner, how was your weekend, buddy? Ah, oh, it was uh, It was good. I, I played a little bit on Saturday. It was It was. You know, we got a little bit of weather, about fifth or sixth hole. Had to quit for an hour or so. Then got back out there and were able to finish. We got there early enough that it wasn't a huge issue. So it was it was a good weekend. How about you? Yeah, no, it wasn't too bad. I got to play a little golf, too. It did that. Wind picked up. You're exactly right. Did a little fishing this weekend, too. We're going to talk a little bit about that a little bit later but uh, with one of my special guests. But, uh, you know, it was all in all. It was a good, good, good weekend. But everything in my body gears towards this week because of my personal favorite and we could talk about that in the show and if you want to give us a call uh here 6941055 give us your input later in the show on what's your favorite major mine happens to be the masters because that's uh, I grew up in Columbus Ohio Bronner and when I think Masters, I think of two names. Well, I think of three names. Bobby Jones, of course, Jack Nicholas, and Tiger Woods. But growing up a big Jack fan uh, there in Columbus, Ohio, I got to see Jack put that green jacket on six times, which was so awesome. But um, I'm going to kick it to my guests here. And, you know, Bronner, when John's away, I try to make myself very comfortable. And, uh, and, and John would allude to that, too, if he was here. But I have two great people with me. Of course, right here to my right, sitting down, Greg Jones of Jonesy Golf. Been on the show with us many, many times. Of course, our listening audience knows about Greg Jones and all the things he does in golf. Jonesy, what's going on, buddy? I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm, I'm imagining that Rashetti mm-hmm. is, is pulled up in the front row. Yeah, right in front of Butler Cabin. Yeah, somewhere like that, hobnobbing with probably Jim Nant. Well, not not uh, maybe tomorrow. Maybe Jim tomorrow. tomorrow. He's, Jim he's got Nance. something he's to got, do tonight. He's got a little busy tonight, yeah. but. Uh, I know Chetty's up there living a the life, and and we miss him. But we're going to have fun. But no, I'm I'm like you. It's it's that week. It's like the official kickoff of golf season. Everybody gets excited, and and I, as a kid, grew up loving the Masters. And you know, when I think of the Masters, I think of the names you said. I also think of uh, Seve Ballesteros, yeah, Nick Faldo, Tom Watson, the greats. 
you know, the, the greats. I was listening to a little radio today, and they were talking about favorite Masters, your favorite victories, and, and uh, you know, uh, uh, Feinstein brought up the fact that his favorite was when Ben Crenshaw won in 95, just because of the fact that the week before Harvey Pennick, his longtime right. instructor, passed away, he and Tom Kite were pallbearers that week. Davis Love wanted to skip the mat, you know, go to it as well. They said, no, you're playing great. You stay and you practice there. We'll be there on the weekend. And, of course, Ben Crenshaw goes on to win. Let me introduce Jonesy, the, the person to my left. And, and it's so good to have her first time on the radio here. Dear part of our Steelwood family out there, uh, our membership and events director, Angie Kazik. Angie, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Now, you, what do you think about this little setup right here? Oh, love it. Always a good time, I feel like. So you're familiar with John uh, Ricchetti, of course, and, and this is how we roll. Usually, now, I saw your eyes kind of widen when you saw the beautiful staff here at <laughs> Felix's Fish Camp. Uh, that's where we're live at, everybody. Brings out our usual traditional food fair. This is this is what we dine on between breaks. What do you think about that? Oh, I love it. Always good to have snacks. Well, Andrew, we're going to talk more. I'm going to get your input on some things. I'm not going to put you on the spot at all about any of the Masters or anything like that. But we are going to talk a little bit with you later on in the show about what's going on at Steelwood and all the exciting things. A lot of people have asked me, and I thought it would be a good time for, for someone to come on who has firsthand experience of what's going on at Steelwood and all the opportunities coming available. But also some of the traditions of Augusta are, you know, some of its food fare, the pimento cheese sandwich, you know, um, Joe, the egg salad sandwich, yes. you know, all the, I mean, all these great things, and we've incorporated a little bit of that into our, our menu at Steelwood as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And this weekend, you got a big, busy weekend, Easter weekend. I'm trying to remember, Jonesy, the last time the Masters... It's about every four uh, it's about five four years. every four or five years. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, because my birthday fell on on Easter Sunday about I think five or six years ago or something like that. But um, you know, it's it's just such a great time of the year. But anyway, um, let's talk a little bit about before we get into the Masters, kind of what happened this past weekend uh, on the PGA Tour, the Valero Texas Open. Jonesy always gives somebody the chance who is not invited to the Masters to punch their ticket. Only the winner of this guy, and I'm bringing this up first and foremost to ode to my Canadian friend John Ricchetti because the Canadian Corey Connors wins this Valero uh, Texas Open again in, uh, in very convincing fashion. It got a little tight down the stretch, but opening around 64, closes with 69, 68 on the weekend. And wins by one over the rookie Sam Stevens. Right, Sam Stevens, young guy getting in there, getting a chance. But happy to see Corey Connors pick up his second. You know, he got his first four years ago. And I think as a golfer or as anybody that's won, you want to get that second one to validate that first one. Sure. So he waited four years. And a heck of a player. Ball striking clinic on the back nine yesterday. And the, uh, the grizzled veteran, Matt Kuchar, with another top three. Patrick Rogers in there, Ches Reedy, Lee Hodges from University of Alabama gets a tie for sixth, and our very own Robbie Shelton T15 picks up a nice check this week. Robbie had a good Sunday. You know, you got to have good 67. Sundays. Yeah, 67 on a on a very difficult golf course moved him up. I think 25 to 28 spots, 28, something like that. Yeah. 28 spots and. Uh, and Angie, in the world of golf, when you move up on Sunday, that just means one big thing: money. <laughs> yes. Always good to have that. Always good to have that to try to get him uh, a little bit more money in the bank. Try to get in some of those elevated events. Patrick Carrington, a fifty. 
52. 52 years old, is that 51, is? 52, 51. finishes T10. Yeah, he came out of the gate strong that first day. He finishes in the top 10. Patrick Carrington does. He's going to be on my Open Championship pool, which when we get into the Masters, Jonesy and Angie, we're going we're gonna to throw some numbers out there. You know, who's the betting favorites? Who's this? I'm going to throw some scenarios at you, Jonesy. I'm going to ask you to pick three or four players. You can do some ha- homework. Three or four players you can have in your data book. And, Bronner, I'll do this with you, too. I'll give you three each three players and then versus the field. And I want people to, to see what uh, – you pick any three players. You can pick Rom, Rory, and Scotty Scheffler, and I'll take the field. But you get three players, okay? For this Bronner, week. Can you, yeah, for this week at Augusta. You want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, John Rahm, Scotty Scheffler, and Rory. I, I hate to use the ones that you just pulled out, but uh, yeah. that that's what I'm going with. I I really think Rahm is going to win this week. I, you, I'm, you pretty, like I'm, I'm pretty supremely confident in that. He's the best player in the world right now. Uh, 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 you know, I how, how could you? I guess I can understand Scheffler, and I'm just throwing Rory in because you asked for a third. But how, how could you pick anyone but John Rahm right now to win these Masters? Well, you know, I mean, it's a good point. A lot of people are making the, the sentimental pick, Rory McIlroy. They think, you know, after the debacle at the Players' Championship, he's kind of admitted he was preoccupied with, you know, being a spokesperson for the PGA Tour and this, that, and the other. He couldn't concentrate and uh, all those other things. He comes in only needing, you know, the Masters to complete the Grand Slam. A lot of people like him. Uh, but the, the Vegas, Vegas likes Scotty Scheffler the best, Jonesy. Yes, rightfully so. Number one ranked player in the world. He's playing hot. He's won six times in the last, what, 18 months, 15 months. Oh, and I'm trying to remember. Who won last year? Yeah. Yeah, he, Scotty Scheffler. He did. Okay. And not only that, I'll say this about John Rahm. Yes, he would be a very popular pick, and I get it. But John Rahm has played in a lot of tournaments this year that were won by other guys that are on this list. Yeah. So he is beatable, obviously. Now, Bronner, let me ask you one question here. Do you think of the 18 live players, what if I gave you two players versus the live tour players? Two players. Still be John John Rahm and who? Probably still Scotty. Uh, if you told me I had to pick a live player to, uh, to win or have the best finish, I'd probably go with Cam Smith or maybe DJ. Uh, honestly, I, I haven't been paying as close attention to how these guys are doing, how they're playing, but it doesn't really, you know, they're, how, they've, how they're playing doesn't really matter because, you know, their their check is guaranteed. So I, I imagine, you know, say Dustin Johnson, I know the big name guys aren't winning on these live events, so take that, take that for whatever you think that means. I don't think it really means a whole lot. Uh, you know they're going to be fired up going to Augusta. So, I don't know. I, I, I think at least one of these live guys will be in contention on Sunday, which would make for great drama. Yeah, I totally agree. And, and, and Kepka, Brooks Kepka picks up the win on the live tour, $4 million and some change down in Orlando, I believe. And he looked pretty good. He was very uh, optimistic about his chances at, at Augusta this week. And uh, Cam Smith, I thought, had a very, Jonesy, a very nice uh, press conference today. He was very gentle. He was w- well received, He's warmly received. Way. You know, He's been that way the whole time, yeah. Cam Smith. But you know, when you look at these live players in the Masters, you've got Sergio Garcia, Dustin Johnson, Phil Mickelson, Patrick Reed, Charles Schwartzel, and Bubba Watson, all former champions and experiences huge 
around Augusta National. And so, you know, you look no further than Tiger winning a few years ago. That's experience paying off. These guys know that place. They've won there. You can't ever count out a former champion. Now, Angie, I'm going to throw it to you. I'm not going to ask you to pick. Do you have a favorite PGA Tour golfer, anybody that kind of stands out to you? Um, you know, I had a lot of friends that, um, you know, I'm a Spring Hill College grad, so coming from Dallas is a lot of our, our classmates. Um, I actually had a friend whose neighbor was Jordan Spieth, so, oh, so I had to Jor- say a little bit of that. Well, a little Jordan Spieth connection there, Bronner. What well, that's what we're talking about. All right, well, we're going to go to break here in a second, but I'd like to thank our sponsors, Miller Light and Golf Distributing, Terry Thompson, Chevrolet, McMurray Contracting, Hancock Whitney Bank, Infirmary Health. The Grand Hotel Golf Resort and Spa and Lakewood Club, Ward International Trucks, Edwin Watts, Dan Hart, LLC, Tim Simmons, and of course, our beautiful host, the Cooper T family of restaurants, here live at Felix's Fish Camp. We'll be right back. See you soon. Let it roll. Now, if this doesn't put you in a good mood... What, what do you, when you hear that? Yeah. When you hear that beautiful music, what do you think about it? Even Angie knows what this As We're going to let this just kind of let this keep going and, 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 and welcome everybody back to the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show. We are live here at Felix's Fish Camp on the Causeway on this beautiful Monday evening. It is a packed house. I am your host, Danny Spivey. I'm joined to my left. By Angie Kazik, our, our member and events director at Steelwood Country Club in Loxley, Alabama. And then to my right, my man, Greg Jones of Jonesy Golf, who is out there at Steelwood also. John Ricchetti is on the road right now, and uh, he is headed to that beautiful hollowed ground. I have confirmation. And speaking of that song, Angie, I'm going to throw this to you. And I know you knew what that song was, but do you know who wrote the Augusta theme? Oh, I do not. All right. Well, let me let me fill you in. Give Everybody us some else. wisdom. So a country a country songwriter back in nineteen eighty one, Dave Loggins. Dave now, Loggins. if Dave Log if Log- Loggins sounds familiar, well, it's Kenny? because he's Kendall Kenny Loggins of of the great Caddyshack theme song. Yes. Um, all right. Oh, nice. So here you go. But uh, there's actually lyrics. I'm not going to bore you bore you uh, with the lyrics, but. Um, I believe executive producer Frank Traconian adopted it back in CBS Sports back in 1991 when he heard the, the piano playing, brought it into to the Masters annual coverage, and ever since, that song has been bringing a great feeling to everybody worldwide for since 1981. So there you go. Again, my name is Danny Spivey. I'm, I'm hosting for John Ricchetti as he is out running around, uh, headed over to Augusta. Again, we're live at Felix's Fish Camp, joined by Greg Jones of Jonesy Golf. Angie Kazik of Steelwood Country Club. And, uh, Angie, I'm going to come to you first because we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on this weekend over at Steelwood. Of course, we have Easter Sunday coming up. And anybody that's used to any clubs around here, Easter Sunday is a big day anywhere and everywhere for everybody for obvious reasons. But everybody, after their Sunday service, loves to spend some time with a great meal and fellowship. And we're going to do that at Steelwood. Oh, yeah. Every year it almost equally matches Christmas weekend. Um, so of course, you know, you got Saturday and Sunday, it's always Easter Sunday. Um, but on Saturday, um, we're doing, everything is all about the kids. So we have the Easter bunny coming. Uh, we actually have a live bunny petting zoo this year. Are you putting golf balls in those eggs? Um, you know, I feel like they're not, they're not right. Okay. Yeah. They're not not the right size. You know, I feel like the kids might try to throw them into the pond. So there you go. 
Um, but lots of candy for the kiddos. Um, and then we also, of course, you know, we do the egg hunt every year. So that's always a fun thing for the kiddos and for the families. And, you know, you have a beautiful view of, like, the golf course and the lake right there behind the clubhouse. So beautiful opportunity and beautiful place for an egg hunt over there at Steelwood. Well, we're going to talk more about Steelwood uh, later in the show. And I want you to fill everybody in. We've got a lot of great news going on out there. You know, with uh, you know, we're opening it up for membership. We had a brand new renovation out there. I'm very proud of that golf course in the area too. We're going to get some more information. Greg Jones over here to my right. Jonesy, you've been dissecting this uh, this Masters uh, money board, basically. Yes. The odds and everything. And right now, uh, and we'll, we'll help Bronner in because he's already Bronner, of course. Michael Bronner back to the studio. Our producer Nick Wiggins on site here at Felix's Fish Camp. But this is going to be tough. So let me give everybody a little information. Did you know, like any, you know, I don't bet a lot, gang, but I, I like to pretend bet. Let's just put it that way, because I really think this is going to be a big shootout. It's almost going to be. There's going to be like a, uh, you know, like a, you know, just all kind of crazy things six, going on. Six guys that have a chance with nine to go. With nine to go, Maybe I more. really think. Yeah. And for the reason I think that is, is we can eliminate. Uh, you know, it's a small field. I think it's only about 80, maybe 86, 90 players, something like that. It's a pretty small field. You take that, you know, you take half the field out automatically. You take most of the past champions over the age of 50 out. Do all these things. We started looking at a group of about 15, 20 people, right? Then, you know, you kind of add what's, you know, what's the course going to be like? What's the conditions going to be like? Well, the weather, Thursday and Friday, Bronner, are, it looks like it's going to be pretty nice over in Augusta. It's going to be around 80 82 degrees, a little bit of breeze. Isaiah's going to be flowing back and forth. 12's going to be playing a little havocy, but no rain. Come Friday and early into Saturday a.m., the temperature's going to drop about 26 degrees, and it's got an 80 to 85% chance of rain the entire day Saturday and entire day Sunday. Now, does that change any of your picks, brother? The fact that it's going to be cold? Cold and rainy. Honestly, it makes me more confident that John Rahm is going to win. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I don't, yeah, you got Jonesy over here to my right. He's nodding his head too. <laughs> you yeah. know, but well, uh, I mean, I, he's he's a ball striker. He hits it low, short backswing. Wind's not going to affect him that much. Um, you might, you know, if the wind blows, you might look at a Texas guy. But I'm not seeing any down here except for the one at the top, and his name's Scotty Scheffler. His Scotty Scheffler, you know, and you, you really look through this Jordan's whole, feet. you know, you look through this whole field. I, I, you know, just true ball strikers. I wouldn't put it past. Of course, I can't remember. I don't have the stats in front of me. Last person to win, you know, the, the Valero Open or Texas Open, and then win the next week at Augusta. I, 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 I'm sure it's happened in the past, but I can't think of it. So, but I do like Court Connors in my in my Masters pool because he plays that course very very well, and considering. He's in good form after winning this last week. I think he's going to go in there with a lot of confidence and a couple extra zeros in his bank account, which always make that makes everybody feel a little better. Um, but I'm going to tell you one thing right now. We have just set a show record. We've been on the show for 24 minutes, and we have not mentioned Tiger Woods' name. Wow. And I got I just got a text from Merchetti said that he is contractually obligated. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 27 times. In fact, when I was talking to Johnny earlier today, he's like, Spives, you know, we, did you see who was playing today in, in the practice round? And I said, yeah, I heard that that uh, Tiger was out there and he was playing with Tom Kim, who was so excited. He's 20 years old. Tiger's his hero. And then he was playing with uh, 
um, I think I heard uh, Freddie Couples was in that yeah. group, and then I thought it was going to be Rory, but Richetti said no, it was Bryson DeChambeau. Oh, what and, an odd and, group! Yeah, now and, and I do not have any, I don't have any verification of that. I think uh, you know, if John was here, he would say, I have sources that say you know they were going to play together, but something happened. But last time I saw on Twitter, Bronner. DeChambeau is complaining that Tiger ghosted him. <laughs> like, Tiger should ghost DeChambeau. Why would DeChambeau doesn't deserve to hear from Tiger? I mean, can you imagine? How, would you, how do you reply to DeChambeau? You never know what kind of crazy, quirky message you might oh, get from him. Yeah, but he, he's on my... DeChambeau, I have a make-believe, and Angie will appreciate a make-believe, a, a wish list of dinner parties. Dinner party guests. <laughs> so, you know, you have your all-time, who would you like to play golf with? You know, I'm more of a... I like, I'm a food guy, right? I love to play golf, but, you know, I concentrate on food most of the time, as you can tell, Jonesy. But, uh, you know, DeChambeau would be... If I had a 10-top, a 10, you know, 10 people for dinner in the world of golf... DeChambeau would be sitting right across from Tiger. That's funny. Yeah. DeChambeau's I, on my list of people I don't want to have dinner with. You don't. You don't. You don't see, I like the. I like a little, little bit of drama, not a ton. A little drama, a little science. Little science, and and I like awkward silence sometimes in a room well, at a dinner Phil table. Phil Mickelson will definitely fill that silence. Oh yeah, we'll put Phil. That's a good point, Angie. Phil and Bryson. We'll put Phil next to Tiger. And we'll put, oh, man, this week, this go on all day. But anyway, um, you know, looking at some of the things, I do want to say congratulations. Now, Jonesy, did you get a chance to watch any of the uh, Augusta Women's, uh, Augusta Nationals Women's Amateur? I, I saw highlights. I did not watch it live. So Rose, Rose Zhang uh, of Stanford is the number one female golfer, amateur golfer in the world. She's just unbelievable what some of the things she's doing early in her career. Just a unbelievably technically beautiful golf swing does everything right she comes out uh, out of the gate round one and round two brought her shoot 66 65 she i think she had a five or six shot lead going into sunday or saturday which was round three a lot of weather came up there was huge rain delay she comes out she gets over par quick anyway jenny bay of the georgia bulldogs in the sec she ends up shooting two under par which was one of the low rounds of the day because of the weather ties her but uh Roseanne wins in a playoff so congratulations to her it was so much fun to watch um to shoot 66 65 on that golf course it's just unbelievable you know and you know it's in tip-top shape Jones. Oh, it's not like it's going to play it's, different from the guys they yeah. had it tipped out mm-hmm. you know on yeah, the greens and everything oh yeah you saw i saw highlights of it and it looks fantastic there you know, Jenny Bay fought and fought and fought to get in. They went into a playoff. Yeah. And she fought so hard for two and a half hours just to catch Rosang, and she did catch her. I thought it was really cool when Rosang went to tap in her putt to win that Jenny Bay actually pulled the flag for her and said, you got this. I got this for you, whatever. It was a very, you know, testament to their sportsmanship and, and love for the game. So. Well, it's always fun to watch. It's always great to get a preview of the course. It, it really is, and and I think Augusta National has really done a great job, Angie. And and you know, for for many years, we can just say what it is. You know, for many years, just a lot of these private courses were just not open to females. You know, and it wasn't a hidden thing. It was it was part of it. But you know, I think we've moved past that. We've seen the tremendous talent of some of these young ladies in college. 
I couldn't agree more. Um, I think, you know, recently in the years, you know, there has been some improvements on the women's side from golf as far as, like, getting exposure, and that's hugely great to social media. Um, and the fact that, you know, the women's, you know, tours are out there doing it, doing the same thing as the men, and I think it's a great opportunity for them to even, you know, be at Augusta and even do the same thing as them. Well, we are live at Felix's Fish Camp. We're going to go to a quick break. We'll be right back here on the Miller Lite John Ricciotti Golf Show. I'm your host, Danny Spivey, and we'll see you in just a few. This is the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show on the Sports Station, WNSP. Once again, here's John Ricchetti. And welcome back to the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show. We are live from Felix's Fish Camp here on the Causeway in Mobile, Alabama. I am filling in for Big John today. I am your host, Danny Spivey. I am joined here by Angie Kasich, membership and events director at Steelwood Country Club in Loxley, Alabama. And to my right, uh, Greg Jones of Jonesy Golf and perennial golf guru in this area. Jonesy, what, uh, you know? That was Ron Green. He's the yeah, guru. He was the guru. He was the guru. Yeah, I remember. Ron, he's doing well. Well, uh, well, we're live here at Felix's Fish Camp on this beautiful pre-Masters show. John Ricchetti is on the road right now, headed over to Augusta, I believe, to try to get in. Uh, it looks like tomorrow is going to be a good day over at Augusta, Jones. We've got all kinds of things going on. Is the part three contest tomorrow? Is that right, or is it Wednesday? Wednesday it's part three. So you're going to see all the players out, I'm sure, tomorrow, you know, doing a little practice and, and get some things in. We gave a weather forecast in the previous segment on what the weather's going to look like at Augusta National uh, on Thursday, Friday. It looks like it's going to be pretty nice. On Saturday, Sunday, not so nice. And, uh, you know, Jonesy, it makes me think, back in the day, watching this tournament, you know, we earlier in the show, in the introduction, I, you know, of the four majors, you got the Masters, you got the Open Championship, formerly the British Open, right? Mm-hmm. You got the PGA Championship, and you got the U.S. Open. Okay, not necessarily in that order. But um, the Masters has always been my favorite. Now, you know, a lot of people have asked, what's her favorite major championship? And, you know, Gary Player made a little bit of news this last week, and he took a little pot shot at Augusta for some reasons, you know, and uh, he talked about the Open Championship, but he ranked the Masters fourth. I know. Yeah, just, just I think he did that as just kind of stir, a little, a little stir right there. Of course, we've got Michael Bronner. Back at our studio uh, producing the show, and Nick Wiggins on site here at Felix's Fish Camp. But I'm going to go to you, Bronner, if you heard that question. Of the four majors, which is your favorite? Uh, the Masters, by far. Okay. And why, real quick? Uh, because, I mean, it's, the, what do you, it's at the same course every year. It's, it, it's the Masters. How, how could you... Not how could you. I understand how, how people give other answers. The U.S. Open is the most difficult style of golf, and I, 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 there's there's things to be said about each of them, but for me, it's a, it's got to be the Masters. Jonesy? Masters. Yeah. Tradition. Tradition. 
I mean, even they say a tradition like no other. It's it's tradition. It's history. It's it's the green. It's the flowers. It's thirteen. It's the, it's the back nine on Sunday. It's the guys that have won it, who they have become, or who they were in the game. Um, it's Nicholas. You know, it's Palmer. It's player. It's all those guys. Yep. Bobby Jones. You know, it's history, tradition, the course, the color, the time of year. Jim Nance. And Angie, the, the pimento cheese sandwiches, the tradi- the style. Now, now, you know, green, white, and yellow work well. Oh, absolutely. You know, and you throw in a, a little a, azalea red, you know, and I mean, it's really, it, it really is a, a, a special place. Um, do you have a, a different favorite or do you kind of, are you more familiar with the Masters than than? than the other tournaments. I would say I'm definitely more familiar with the Masters just from the exposure. And, of course, like it's the highlighted tournament of the year. Um, but also from another perspective, from the events side of it, mm-hmm. you have the tradition of the the same price of the pimento and the egg salad cheese from years ago. Yeah. You have the drink of the azalea, the cocktail. You have the Arnold Palmer. You yep. know, you have the traditions, you know, the no cell phones, you have to use pay phones. Like little things yeah. that keep the traditions alive at Augusta kind of make it super special. And I think that's one of the best things about golf, and especially the Masters Tournament, is the, the continuing on of the traditions. Bronner, did you know that about the no cell phone policy at Augusta? I did. I, I think it's kind of the coolest thing about the Masters. The, they're, they're brutal about it, too, man. They, yeah. You're out. That's, that's I mean, how it should that, be. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you can't go enjoy the day. And, you know, it's so funny. Uh, a couple of years and, and along with my, my t- the team here tonight, I agree wholeheartedly. And, and the one thing that I appreciate about a Masters, now, if you ask some of the newer generation that's not used to the tradition, like if you ask my son, Jackson, he would say he, if he would win one, he'd like to win the Open Championship just because it's on foreign soil. It's uh, you know, it's a, a more eclectic field. There's a lot of history, and of course, I mean, a lot of people uh, assimilate, uh, you know, the Open Championship with St. Andrews a lot. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of us do, and, and it'll be back. If you could win it there, absolutely. Yeah, if you could win it there, you could win it there, exactly. Yeah. But I'll tell you one thing, you know, Augusta National and the Masters. The fact that you, if you get, you know, if you win the U.S. Amateur, you're always invited back to the Par Three Cut. I was talking to. To uh, Buddy Alexander. He played practice rounds he for 25 years. He played practice rounds for 25 years. I played with him. Brought a, a guy. He was the uh, you know, University of Florida coach. He was a great player. Won at Shoal Creek, the U.S. Amateur back in the day. And uh, I believe 86 is, is when it was. And uh, he's been playing at Augusta. He's in his late 60s now. He's been playing at Augusta for the last 25 years, playing practice rounds, the Part 3 contest. Uh, his family comes. They embrace it. And if you happen to win the Masters, you get a locker, you get a jacket, you get all the tradition that goes with it, and you get a 10-year exemption to every other golf tournament, which is a pretty cool deal. Um, Phil Mickelson will have his green jacket on this this week. I'd like to see what his reception. How is he going to be received at Champions Dinner? You know, how are all those things going to happen? What are those dynamics going to be about? You know, I talked about a, a dining experience Boy, I'd like to be a fly on the wall at the Champions Dinner. Oh, what's you the know? menu going to be like? We have to see this. Yeah, Scotty Scheffler. Scotty Scheffler has. Scotty's I'll serving up like sliders. steak and yeah, stuff. Him. It sounds awesome. Yeah, steak sliders. You know, very c- kind of country fair. Uh, 
you know, we've seen over the years some, you know, Adam Scott had a really elaborate one. Phil Mickelson's was over the top, you know, Wagyu beef and flown in tuna from, you know, Nagasaki and stuff like that. But anyway, um, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's, it's just such a cool event. And the fact that coming down the stretch, we know every hole yes. on that back nine, if you've watched it over the years, you know if they hit a good drive on 13, they're going for it. You know if they hit a good drive on 15, they're going for it. And there's always drama on the par 3 16th and then the 17th hole. You know, very... And 12. And 12. I mean, my 12. God, if you're the leader, you, you at some point, you're thinking about number 12. It's kind of like 17 at TPC. Yeah. And if you're out there listening, uh, of course, you can give us a call. Tell us what you think on 694-1055, 694-1055. Again, we're live here at Felix's Fish Camp on the Causeway. Talking Masters preview. I'm going to wait till the next segment to get our final picks of who we like to win. But, um, you know, kind of looking at the potential people, you know, I think some surprises that may come out. I think Brooks Kepka will play pretty good, Bronner. I think that Dustin Johnson will have a pretty good tournament. I think Corey Connors will be up there. But you're going to see some names that a lot of people really don't know those first two days or as familiar with. It's a very small field. But, uh, you know, Jonesy, I'm going to go to you first. Any big surprises from the 50 and over folks? Does Bernhard at 67 years old or whatever old he is now, or 63 years old, does he, can he break par the first two days? Does he make the cut? You know, and that's that's the victory for those guys is to make the cut. Can Fred Couples make the cut? Can Bernard Langer make the cut? I tell you, who's not going to make the cut? Larry Mize not going to make the cut. Sandy Lyle's not going to make the cut. Uh, VJ may v- make VJ the cut. VJ might. VJ's got a chance. He still hits it really, really good. Um, Zach Johnson, he's, he's capable of making the cut. I don't, I don't think Bernhard Langer, Fred Couples. And uh, those guys make the cut. They've lengthened some of the holes. 13's a lot longer now. Yeah. There's been some changes, and it continues to get longer, and they continue to get older. So it's just going to become more and more challenging. Just to make the cut for them would be a victory. So, Bronner, just to tell you how long the course is. So where did you play this weekend? Did you play at Azalea City? Always. You know it. Always. Yeah. So I'm trying to get updates from the Azalea City Invitational High School Tournament that was started today. They played first. 36 holes over to Zaya City, and uh, I'm waiting on an update for, for my people over there. But it was uh, today was a, a two-person scramble, and then or a best ball, then a scramble, and then tomorrow's individual. So a lot of local teams. I know some Birmingham teams, Northridge, Mountain Brook, of course UMS, right, St. Paul's, all the gang from around here are over there. Spanish Fort, of course, playing, and Daphne and Fairhope as well, I believe. So I'm going to try to get an update on that before the end of the show. But take Zaya City and add. 92 yards to every hole. <laughs> okay? Yes. And and that's what that golf course is going to play like. Number 11 at Augusta as a par 4 is longer than three par 5s at Isaiah City. Yeah. I struggle Think on the par 5s. Specifically the 11th hole. Usually. Yeah, we're going to get... We're, I actually gonna, played it well on Saturday, though. Yeah, I'm gonna have to come over. We'll, we'll we'll get together. We'll give you an on-course playing lesson. Maybe give Jonesy a little time here. We're gonna do a a, a quick putting lesson. Let's let's do that because, you know, Jonesy, going into the Masters, we're gonna see a lot of fast greens. The greens around everywhere around here are speeding up a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just that time of the year. So, uh, give us a quick tip on on something to think about. All right, before I start the tip, let me just throw out some numbers at you. 
you and I yeah. put a lot like tour players, and a lot of people listening putt just like tour players from zero to six feet. Sure. And from 12 to 30 feet, we putt a lot like they do, the numbers say. At 30 feet, you and I and our listeners start to three-putt a little more frequently. Yes. But it's that 7 to 11-foot range where tour players absolutely annihilate us in putts made percentage. They make 58%, we make 43%. So it's that 8-foot, 10-foot range where they just beat our brains in with a putter. Yep. So that being said, um, and again, I said, you know, at 30 feet, we start to three-putt more often. I think if you're going to go play, at some point you've got to go to the putting green and hit some 30-footers. You've got to know what 30 feet feels like because that's going to be a very common distance throughout the round of golf. And then you want to hit some short ones, obviously. But I think, you know, the biggest tip that I can give, I think Jason Day is the model to watch a putting stroke because he keeps his eyes down until he finishes the stroke. I see a lot of people that pick up the ball with their eyes as soon as the putter hits the ball and the putter stops, and you'll leave it short. And for a right-hander, you usually push it right. So keep your eyes down until you finish a stroke. Hammer those three-footers and work really hard from 8 to 10. And don't forget to hit some 30-footers before you go play so you know what 30 feet feels like. I can't tell you what it feels like, but you will when you go hit it. There you go, Bronner. Did you write all that down? That's a really good tip. I, I will yeah. uh, I will use that. Well, hey, we're going to go to our last break. Before we conclude this wonderful show, I want to thank our sponsors, Miller Lite Golf Distributing, Terry Thompson, Chevrolet, McMurray Contracting, Hancock Whitney Bank, Infirmary Health, the Grand Hotel Golf Resort and Spa, and Lakewood Golf Club, Ward International Trucks, Edwin Watts, Stan Hart LLC, Tim Simmons, State Farm Insurance, and our wonderful host, here at Felix's Fish Camp, the Cooper T. Smith family of restaurants, including the Bluegill and Roos Chris. We'll be back to wrap this all up here in just a moment. Miller Time. This is the Miller Lite John Ricchetti Golf Show on the Sports Station, WNSP. Once again, here's John Ricchetti. And welcome back. We are live here at Felix's Fitch Camp, and you're listening to the John Ricchetti Miller Lite Golf Show here on WNSP 105.5. 694-1055. We only got a few minutes left, so I don't know if we can take any phone calls because we got to get to our master's picks. John Ricchetti is on the road to beautiful Augusta, Georgia, to see those blooming azaleas. And uh, I don't know... If he's going to get any pimento cheese sandwiches. But I am joined here by my team this week. And, uh, of course, to my right here, we got Greg Jones of Jonesy Golf hanging out with me out there at, at, at Steelwood Country Club. And then, of course, I have the wonderful and beautiful Angie Kazik, the membership and events director at Steelwood, has joined us today as well. And, Angie, I'm going to go to you. we got a big weekend we talked earlier in the show. Of course, we got of course. the Easter weekend. We got the kids' Easter egg hunt on Saturday, but we got a lot of things going on at Steelwood. We've got, you know, we've renovated the golf course. We've done a lot of good things to it. Uh, we are back up and running full steam right now, and uh, and we have some membership opportunities as well. Oh yeah, so um, we are about to be open for guest play, which is when a member can bring a guest on to the course um, here April 15th, so shortly after Easter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the special thing about Steelwood is we're the only fully private, members-only course in Baldwin County. Um, and then to expand on that, we're the only course or only country club in the area with a private Bass and, ben- Bass and Brim fully stocked lake in the region so You're, yep i think it's very something special that we have at steelwood well if someone's interested in, in in talking to you about a membership what's your office number it is 
there you go, Bronna. I'm going to fax you over some membership uh, information. We'll get you over there. Yes. you got to at least become a sure fishing member. Be sure to send member. that along. I mean, that lake's crazy. Yeah. That lake is crazy good. <laughs> well, and that's what I was going to allude to, Jonesy. You know, Angie, so she just slightly put in the fishing lake over there. I think, now I've been around for a long time. You know, we both have. You've been around here a long time, but in a good way. You know, oh, so, yeah, yeah. Around yeah. the area, yeah. In the area. In the area. And so how many people have asked you about playing the golf courts at Steelwood over the years or asked you about fishing at Steelwood over the years? It's it's about the same. It's about the same. It's about, about 50-50. It's about equal, yes. And, uh, well, I was out there. I was, I was fortunate enough to enjoy a little bit of both this weekend. And I'm sure, Angie, you get tired of me sending fishing pictures to you. You know, to post on our newsletter that goes out. But, uh, you know, I'm just so proud every time I catch a fish out there. Well, the sunrise and the sunset ones are pretty, for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a late fisherman. I'm not so much of a sunrise as more of a sunset fisherman, Jonesy. <laughs> yes, me too. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, um, well, we're going to wrap this show up here. we got to do a few things. I'm going to go around the table in just a minute, and we're going to get our Masters, final Masters picks. And I'm going to, I guess... I'm going to go ahead and lead us off, okay? I'm, I'm going to surprise everybody. And I am not going to pick one of our top three people, okay? And uh, believe it or not, I, I think I like Xander Shoffley this week for some reason. I think he's shown a lot of things. He's played well there before. He's done some other, you know, he's he's familiar with the golf course. He carries the ball far enough, but he also flights the ball when the wind starts coming. But come Saturday and Sunday, this golf course, not necessarily do you have to be the biggest bomber on the golf course. Of course, all these guys can hit it, Josie. But you have to be able to hit certain shots, you know. And so I'm going to go on a surprise, but I am going to say I am going to put Brooks Kepka and Cam Smith inside of the top seven. In this tournament. I like him in the top seven. All right. All right, I'm going to go to you, Bronner. Go ahead, baby. Who do you like? Final pick. Well, I'm not surprising anyone here. I'm not deviating from my original. I am sticking with John Rahm. But just to throw another name out there that I think is going to have a good week, how about Patrick Cantlay? God, I was looking at his name, too. He's so solid. Guys, it's awful good, man. He's so solid. Well, I like both of those. So we'll see a top seven. I like I like Kitley in my top top seven as well. I think he's solid. He's got to get that putter going a little bit. He got a little wavery, uh, you know, around the players' championship for a couple weeks, but I think he's ironing that out. All right. Before I go to you, Jonesy, Angie, I'm going to ask you, are we going to go with Jordan Spieth? Of course. Of course. Of course. Do you see anybody else, you see anybody else that you like? Um, Rory McIlroy, like yeah. obviously, just got to start with that. Um, but Justin Thomas, I mean, you can't go wrong with him either. JT, JT's always right there too. Those are three good ones. All right, Jonesy, what are you thinking, buddy? All right, real, real quickly, I'm going to help you with your pool and fill out some depth here. Okay, I'm going to give you some 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 people to look for that I think have a lot of promise. Sam Burns, I like him. Sam Burns makes birdies and bunches. One of the best players in the world right now. He's absolutely trending. He's plus 3,500, and he is the top guy on this list in the list of strokes game putting. How about that? Yes. So that's a big stat for you. Another guy I want you to look for is Shane Lowry. Yes. Won a major. He can hit it high. He can control his irons, and that's huge around this golf course. Keith Mitchell. Keith Mitchell is a super-duper ball striker. Country club. He's play good, yes, and Tom Hoagie. 
Tom Hoagie can go low. He I, gets hot and makes bunches and bunches of birdies. So if you're filling out your pool, take those four. My winner, Justin Thomas. All right. He likes the JT. And, and you know, and I can't go against any of these picks, really. I just I just think, you know, this year, the weather is just going to determine everything because it really does. It takes on, on Augusta. It takes... When that course gets an extra three or four hundred yards long, because it, you know, they get some wind. Now they could suck some of it out, you know, and all of a sudden they have, you know, the irrigation and the sub pump systems where they can control the speed of the greens. I'm not worried about that, but you know, there's parts on the golf course that will play a little wetter than others, and not, just not going to chase out as much, you know. You so just, you just never know, and it could come down to who hits the best drive on 15 on Sunday that has a chance to go for it in two and gets that final birdie or eagle that creates that separation. You just never know until the back nine on Sunday. Well, you're exactly right. Well, it's been a privilege to have you, Angie, here with me tonight. Thanks so much for it. I appreciate it. And, Josie, always a pleasure, my man. Yes, yes. All right, and for John Ricchetti, I hope, Johnny, if you're listening, you're having safe travels, buddy, and you make your way over to beautiful Augusta, Georgia. I have been your host, Danny Spivey, for the John Ricchetti Miller Lite Golf Show. Thank you to Felix's Fish Camp. Thank you to you, Michael Bronner, back at the studios, and Nick Wiggins here. I want everybody to have a wonderful week. Have fun watching the Masters, and have a wonderful and beautiful Easter Sunday. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.